Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Hey guys, this is WWE NXT superstar Dominic Dijakovic, and I want to give a shout out to the Wrestling Predict Cast. I think it's an awesome podcast, and you should definitely tune in. Be sure to feast your ears on the Wrestling Predict Cast. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to the Wrestling Predict Cast and have we got an episode for you today. We are discussing Survivor Series, the last of the big four pay-per-views before the end of the year. I'm your host Ben and helping me dissect this pay-per-view, representing the blue brand, we've got Luke. How are you Luke? Yeah, I'm good thanks mate, happy with that. And representing the red brand, we've got Joe. How are you Joe? Yeah, I'm good, less happy with that mate. I just thought red brand, been, there, been around longer, more established. Pulls in less ratings. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> bit sort of, bit sort of direct of ideas. Yeah, that's about, that's about right. Yeah, sounds great. And what I really like this week, just to really help us, is they've even got SmackDown ragging on Raw as well. That's what I really like about it. It's highlighting the faults. So you know, it kind of works even more for this podcast. It's quite good too. Why would Raw? It's desperate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a bit much. Bit much. Paul. Roman. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Roman Reigns. Um, okay then, so we got, we've got loads and loads of matches to discuss, but before we get started on that, um, I thought we'd talk about the build to Survivor Series, because it's been a bit of a weird one this um, year. Loads of wrestlers around wearing each other's, wearing the brand that they represent, and heels and faces would all kind of disappear as, as for a month while they all decide that their brand is the strongest and they're dying for their brand. But this year, it's not really been that. There's been very, very little, if any, invasion. I know we had McIntyre appearing on um, SmackDown this week, but that's been about it. Um, so he's actually let some of the stories breathe, and they've actually had a lot of other things apart from just the Survivor Series stuff on there. Um, so I'm going to go to Luke first because I know Joe's going to go in full rant mode. He's already told me. So I'm going to go to Luke first. How do you feel they've built Survivor Series this year? Yeah, I think it's good, like you say. Um, compared to last year when they had NXT as well and everyone was invading everyone, um, then it's quite good for that not to happen this year. Part of me thinks, is that because of COVID? So they don't wrestlers mixing as much? I don't know. Because, um, you know, it, 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 there's still time for it, isn't there? Let's face it. It, could probably, it probably will happen on Raw and SmackDown this week coming. But, um, yeah, I think the build's been good. Some of the matches I'm really looking forward to. Um, it was interesting, Drew, turning up. Um, and SmackDown because that implies is he then going to face Roman Reigns or not? If not, a bit weird. But um, well, I'm sure we'll come on to that. But you know, I think I think generally they built it quite well. Good, right? You text me this. You text me today saying, remind me that I want to talk about this match, this match, and this match. So uh, or this this point, this point, and this point. So Joe, I'm going to put the floor over to you. Um, how do you feel this 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 build to Survivor Series has been? Yeah, good mate. Brilliant, brilliant! Thanks for that. <laughs> no, no, I think it's been, um, I think it's been quite good. Really, the fact that they haven't done the weird interbrand mingling, which they do way too much, especially like right after drafts. Um, so it's been good, I think. Um, I'm quite interested in a couple of the matches. I think some of them are going to probably be quite telegraphed, and we'll see how that. If that if that plays out in reality, so yeah, generally like a really good build. 
Um, I think the, the, the few things I want to, the, there are a few things that I want to rant about, but they're not necessarily specific to Survivor Series build. Um, but Luke mentioned that it was interesting that Drew McIntyre turned up on SmackDown. I find it infuriating that he turns up on SmackDown. We've just had a draft like less than a month ago, or maybe a month ago, where you've split the rosters and then Drew McIntyre just randomly turns up. What's like, why do that? Just have everyone on every brand. Like, it doesn't, if you're just going to do it willy nilly, what's the point? And then to add to that, they have an unsanctioned match, right? Which is, so, from a, from a TV perspective, absolutely no difference. Like, no no difference at all. Still got a referee. Still got a count out during the match. Like, it's unsanctioned, but it's got a count out. Imagine if you lost an unsanctioned match by a count out. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. That's fair. And then Roman Reigns comes down and doesn't get involved because he doesn't want to cause disqualification. But it's a... Isn't it an unsanctioned... Like, why is there even a referee in the first place? I don't, beyond my comprehension, this. And I don't... And I can't decide whether it's really... Whether this is telegraphing Drew McIntyre at Survivor Series, which would make sense, or if it's just a complete swerve and we're going to probably get Drew versus Roman at a later date, which is also possible. Possible. I think we'll come back to talk about that when we look at that match. Can, 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 can I just check what an unsanctioned match actually means then? Nothing. In theory, the idea is that WWE are not endorsing this match. Now, in the past, unsanctioned matches have been where a wrestler doesn't work for the company anymore or when WWE have said this isn't happening because it's too dangerous or um, usually a wrestler has been injured as well. So they've got a storyline injury. So it's an unsanctioned match. WWE essentially saying we're washing our hands of it. But if you want to fight, you can. Um also, kind of unsanctioned matches should be, in theory, that the win and loss don't matter. Yeah. So if you were yeah. going to have a win and loss record, kind of like AEW have very loosely now, but if you do have a win and loss record, this won't count for either. So it doesn't matter who wins or who loses. But obviously, this didn't need to be any of those things. It just, it just, it just didn't need to be any of that. You know, it could have just easily been Drew, Jay, you're going to fight each other. That would have been it. And no one would have said anything else. It just didn't need to be on the show at all. You're basically saying to me, you've only got two, three, four stars in the whole of your company, which is like a damning indictment. Like, why is no one from SmackDown stepping up to that that bit? Or you're building up to a match that's not even official yet, which, again, yeah. equally doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was all a bit, particularly because to go with that, you know, if, if you're talking about ratings, you're talking about we're going to use it to try and build maybe Raw. You know, this guy, Andrew McIntyre, he's great. I'm going to start watching Raw now. You then have Roman Reigns saying, well, nobody watches Raw, it's rubbish, about, you know, for the opening of SmackDown. It, it, you're not even helping your own, yourself by that. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it gives the impression that Roman Reigns does what he wants, but it's not, no one was watching that thinking, oh, that's, that's cool, that's edgy. He's, he's really give one to his own company. You know, they're going, it's a bit desperate, really. It just looks a bit, it's a bit of a crap move. Yeah, and I have to watch that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, all right, mate, I spend three hours of my life doing that. Yeah, yeah I'll do, do this podcast. Uh, I've watched that pretty much for that reason. Um, I did like Heyman in that segment where um, Drew went, did you miss me? And Paul was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's my, that's my, first, my first thought. My second thought is about talking of people that are about to be the future of the business and uh, the top four uh, people in, the, in WWE. 
Otis, right? We on SmackDown, he's been paired, I believe, or is going to be paired with Chad Gable, right? Yeah. Compare the machinery for him to then like for then Tucker to do nothing and then not even have a not even have a match between them. For then and then he then uh, two weeks later has got a new tag team partner. What was the point in breaking up heavy machinery? What was the point? It it baffles me because there's at least two there's at least two different ways you go. You could go the very simple route of Otis and Tucker are gonna have a blow off match, and that could be on SmackDown, it could be on Raw, whatever. All right, fine. Or and this would make more sense, put Otis in the Raw Survivor put Otis in the SmackDown Survivor series team and put Tucker in the Raw one so that you end up with those two at least it logically makes sense that you they would then face each other don't have tucker who's now now he's broken up his own tag team in story in in the story wwe is wrestling for the 24 7 championship i bet he's really pleased with himself he won it (laughs) he did yeah yeah everyone won it (laughs) hey everyone won it 3d won it It i mean to be fair you know they do need to bolster that 24 7 pool don't they (laughs) when you're watching raw and you've got three title matches and eight title changes you'd think it'd be a decent show (laughs) <laughs> but it's not um, yeah and then and then just and it's not this isn't a rant at all it's just a Chelsea oh, what a shame her like debuted apparently broke her wrist and then because I, I flicked through that match because obviously I'm not going to spend a lot of time watching the, the match between the, the third or fourth entrance to the Smackdown women's team for Survivor Series that's not something like top, top of my list of things to watch Um but I did flip through it and then it got to the end and it was like, oh, right, Liv Morgan's won this. Well, what happened to Chelsea Green? So I sort of went back and then she sort of knocked off the apron and then just didn't reappear. And it just looked like a massive scramble. And I just thought, that is, that is, that is unlucky. Yes, it, you, you do feel absolutely gutted because it was, it, that was, I'm assuming Chelsea Green was not meant to win that match anyway, though. Oh, yeah, she was. She was meant to win that match. She was meant to be in the Survivor Series team because some WWE are pretty bad for not calling effective audibles during a match in that case. The amount of times they go, well, no matter what, whoever's going to win this is going to win this. And they, they they do pull that anyway. But the fact that Liv Morgan won it, fair play. Um, yeah, so it's, it's yeah, absolutely gutted for her, to be fair. So, yeah. yeah that, was my, that, was my, that was my thoughts, mate. On the build. Yep. Well, in that case, we'll get straight into Survivor Series. Now, it's a bit of a weird one because... Um, Tough because it's champion versus champion, and I always find this with Survivor Series to pick who's going to win them because for each match you essentially got to pick kind of like a a losing champion. You always got to hurt a champion of a brand, and for some of these, that's that's a big move for some of these matches, a big a, you know a huge uh, a huge decision to make. But we're going to start with the one I think is probably as clear cut as it can be, um, and that is the United States champion versus the Intercontinental champion, Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Um, I'm going to start with you, Joe, because oh. uh, that's the way the order works. I've not f- fluffed that. I've not ordered it any other way. It's just the way the order works. We, we rotate every single round. So, Joe. Also, o- also, Benny, so that was clear cut. So that's the easy one, Joe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so, I'm, Joe, but Lashley was, versus Sami Zayn. What I, was just, what I was just doing then was going through and going, crap, I need to work out how I'm balancing these in terms of Raw and SmackDown because presumably they're going to go about they're going to go fairly even you would think across the across across the split so do you think think that's going to matter this year 
I don't know. I was going to say, unless they go in that storyline of Raw being crap and then SmackDown absolutely smash it. You know? <laughs> could do that, yeah. Could absolutely do that, that's fair. And then rebuild Raw. That could be a whole storyline. Again, I think we're giving WWE far too much credit, though. I mean, I, I love your optimism, mate. But yeah, I feel like it's quite difficult to do that without any kind of authority figure as well, apart from Adam Pearce, who just works on both shows randomly. Um, let's, not, let's not get into that. Um, yeah. Let's go. Let, just off the top of my head, I, I'm going to go with Lashley. You got any reason for that? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm just looking through. I think uh, I think Lashley is, is obviously the stronger uh, better, not better wrestler, but like he he sh- he should be he should win that. Um, I think Sami Zayn might well come out with a, uh, a like you know a fluke victory or whatever. But then I feel like they've te- they've kind of telegraphed that that might be the case in is it this week's SmackDown where he got a yeah block? yeah. So I'm going to go with Lashley and uh, stick with that. Luke, do you agree? Yeah, I'm going with Lashley as well. So I've, I've done the same. Well, I've, I've already done what you said, Joe. I've, I've kind of had a look at it and try and worked out who who goes where. So, yeah, I've got this as a raw Lashley win for me. I just think that they've built him up strong over the past few months. I don't really see him losing anytime soon. I think it'd be a bit weird if he lost to Sami Zayn. Could affect the her business. Um, like I say, Sami Zayn could get a fluke win because he tends to do that quite a lot. But, yeah, I'm going with Lashley as well for the same similar reason. Um, and this is exactly the reason we have wildcards, because I'm going Lashley as well. Um, I haven't bothered to go down and figure out if SmackDown or Raw are going to win it, because I don't think they're going to bother with that this year. I think the fact they haven't really done Battle of the Brands as opposed to it's best of the best, isn't it? That's kind of the t- So they seemed much more to be concerned with who are the better champions as opposed to which is the better brand. But I don't think we're going to get a massive... I mean, I could very easily be wrong but i don't think we're going to get a huge push on which is the better brand mainly because at the end of the day it doesn't matter there's no stakes which is infuriating in itself it just at the end of the day they just go yeah well smackdown won it overall great now let's build to the next pay-per-view and it just doesn't seem to have any which is annoying because you think you kind of should have stakes for these um i think you don't you don't for lack of a better term you don't hurt the hurt business um at this point because they are one of the best things that um, WWE have got going over both brands so it just doesn't make sense and Sami Zayn can take a loss every day of the week it just really doesn't matter so uh, there you go a clean sweep for Lashley and that's exactly what I thought we would do which is why I put it first oh, okay it's 100% win then just to say oh yeah absolutely a Sami Zayn win yeah and and when when this goes up as a form for other predictions as well we will be the only people that go with Bobby Lashley that's the other thing I like too you get a random split the other way and I don't know what other people have seen but it's always worth saying that we are, we are recording this a full week before the pay-per-view. So SmackDown and Raw could happen, you know, before then and completely change what, what our prediction should be. But Are there any title matches for these guys that could change who enters or not? I don't think there is, is there? Not for these two. Not unless they announce them in the next week. I hope it's not. <laughs> I was really worried about that. I mean, poor Apollo Crews again. Poor. I mean, that's the person who should be with Chad Gable. If two people need to go together, it should be Chad Gable and Apollo Cruz as the happy smiley tag team, as the as the as the goodwill will out. You know what I mean? Just that, just power of positivity to steal the New Day stuff because they those two are essentially the same wrestler, which is why they, you just don't like them. <laughs> right then.
talking of the new day, that's where we're going next. So it's thanks, man. It's like I planned it. Um, street profits as the raw as the SmackDown. Which brand are Street Profits on? Smackdown. Smackdown tag team champions and New Day or Hurt Business. So the first question I'm going to ask both of you. I'm going to ask Luke first. Are Hurt Business going to replace the New Day in this tag team match? I don't think so. I think they probably will after Survivor Series um, win the belts, but I don't think so before. What do you reckon, Joe? No, I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know why you'd want to put Shelton Benjamin as the, you know, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander as the tag team champions. Doesn't really appeal personally. I think they will. Okay. I think this is the change you make because then you get heel versus face for starters. <coughs> Hurt Business have got the tag team championships. So you get the Hurt Business having most of the gold in their brand, which is something that I can see them pushing for for a start. Um, and I think they're probably going to want to hold off on New Day versus Street Profits for another pay-per-view where it actually matters. Because <clears throat> I think that could be the match that steals the night to be fair, if they do it well, it's a great match. And I just think the dynamic's a bit wrong. Face versus face never really works as well as you'd hope, especially with no actual build because they're just not on the same brand together. When you've got Big E having to do all the build on behalf of the New Day, it doesn't really work. Where Hurt Business versus Street Profits, it's it's easy enough to book straight off with no build. So if there was going to be a switch, I think this is the one. The thing is, though, that they're on different brands, aren't they? So how would you build a future pay-per-view unless one of them changes brands? But that you've it doesn't matter as bad as it sounds. It it doesn't. We we've already seen. You know, Drew McIntyre yeah. appeared on this week's. It, there's so many things with it where it just there's ways around it. And you know, you're right. It, it doesn't make sense that they're they're on there. But I also think WWE just don't take brand splits seriously enough for that to be. Just to stop it, essentially. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the next, I was gonna say the next pay per view is TLC, isn't it? I think. So I think the, I think you'll get the Hurt Business versus the New Day on that, and that's where Hurt Business will probably win the belts. That's how I can see it. Cause the New Day love a tables match, don't they? They do. But you could have the rematch on TLC, though. Yeah. So that could work. Going okay, back to your point, Ben, it's, it's a shame about WWE not embracing this, the the black brand split because I think one of the things that worked really well historically was when they did do that and then like at WrestleMania it was that's when like all bets were off you could have a cross brand and it really like it made like you know I remember it was I think it was Brock versus I want to say Goldberg I can't remember who it was it was Brock against someone and um they were on different brands and it was like wow he's here like you know how can he be here he's not on this show and you knew what show everyone was on and it was very well split out and like now it's like Drew McIntyre you have to go you kind of go is he on is he on SmackDown? I can't remember. Is he on Raw? Yeah, it's just, they do it so, so often, it's just watered it down. I think so, they... So, I was going to go, it's, it's Luke's pick first, so go on then, Luke. Street Profits versus New Day. Yeah, I'm going to go Street Profits, um, just because, I mean, I think we have to anyway, because the New Day, Ben, haven't you? Um, oh, but, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I think I'd go on Street Profits anyway. I just think, I just feel like they probably could do the win better more than the, the New Day, just in terms of status and being on a new brand and trying to build them upon that brand. That's probably the only reason why. Yeah, I would, I, you, I would agree. Would you have gone Street Profits anyway then, Joe? Um, 
Probably, yeah. I think so. This is the other reason why I think they have to switch who's in. Because I just don't think it's going to be a great match. But it, it's one of those where it just really doesn't matter who wins it. And it just mm. it, it's like, yeah, if New Day win it, great. Street Profits win it, great. But it would actually elevate Hurt Business to win this. So if Hurt Business go in there, if Hurt Business do switch for the New Day, I would have the Hurt Business. If, if Hurt Business do go in, would you two change your pick? Well, if Hurt Business went in and Street Profits... So if, if it was Street Profits versus, versus Hurt Business instead, Joe, would you have Hurt Business instead? I think I would. Yeah. Because like you say, it makes it more meaningful. And if they just won the belt, you're not going to make them lose the first match, would you? Yeah, it's fair. I, I think probably I don't, I don't know. Um, I have to answer that question, don't I? Um, I have to answer it now. Yeah, I think I think I'll, I think I would. I think I would say yeah. If Hurt Business win on Raw, then they'll win at Survivor Series. But I don't think they'll win at Raw. No, same. I think so, you're right. So, so, but, but, okay. What are you doing if if the if the hurt business beat the new day? Ben, are you going hurt business? Uh, I'm going hurt business. Yeah. So I'm go, I'm going I'm going hurt business. If hurt business beat the new day, then I'd go hurt business. So that's a, that's that's a that's a bit of a random one then. So if hurt business beat the new day, all three of us are, are, are again picking the same option by the look of it, which it again is, is why we've got wild cards in it to to to, to kind of force that option because there are some t- some situations where we could all go the same route. So okay. Um, the next match is the women's championships facing each other. It's Asuka versus Sasha Banks. Um, it's my pick first, and I am. There's no wild cards involved in this one, so I'm going Asuka because I think Bailey's going to interfere, interfere, and cost Sasha Banks. And I think the match is going to be great. I think it's going to be brilliant. But you don't want to hurt either of these two, and that is a very, very simple way to keep both of them strong and keep, or if it's not, if it's not Bailey necessarily, it'll be Carmella, but someone is going to cost Sasha Banks the match and give it to, to Asuka. So that's where I'm going. Um, what do you reckon, Joe? I agree. I don't think there'll be, a, I, I think there'll be a finish in the match, but I don't think it'll be, I think it'll be a schmoz finish. There'll be some interference. I think, I think, I think you're right. I think, what, why do it? I think if you were going to do it, if you were, if I was going to, if there was going to be a clean victory, I don't know where I'd, I don't know which way I'd go, but I think it'll be a Schmoss finish, and I think Asuka will win as a result. Yeah, I agree. Nothing, nothing more to add, really. It's for exactly the same reason. It's difficult because they're so big champions and they're really impressive, and you don't want to hurt either of them. You almost have to have a, a screwy finish. You absolutely have to because you're gonna. This is the problem with Survivor Series. It's a great idea, but you've kind of. Um, you, you're gonna have to hurt somebody that you want to keep strong so that's the that's the issue with it okay then the next one again i mean we've kind of next one's got wild cards involved as well um joe's got drew mcintyre as sorry yeah joe would have drew mcintyre as his wild card i've got roman reigns as my so before we who's facing see who we think's actually going to be in the match so on 
Raw this week, it's going to be McIntyre versus Orton in the match that nobody wants to see again for the championship. Um, I'm going to go to you first, Joe, because I went Luke last time. Do you think you're going to get a change of competitor in this match? Do you think McIntyre is beating Orton to put himself into this? No. No? I think Orton's going to retain. Fair enough. What about you, Luke? I think Orton should retain. It just makes me nervous about what happened on SmackDown that... It makes no sense unless Drew McIntyre wins that match. So it it could happen. I, 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 at this moment in time, I'm thinking McIntyre will probably win it. I I think that they are building to something else. I think they're leaving McIntyre reigns potentially for WrestleMania. Because I, you know, we all say rock. We all really want it to be rock. We all think, you know, yeah, it's definitely going to be. But that's been massively fantasy and fan booked with very little evidence, where McIntyre versus Reigns, if you get, you have McIntyre win the Royal Rumble, second time in a row, you know, you could have him challenge Reigns instead of Orton, it goes a different way to where you think it goes, something like that, could easily switch it over, and McIntyre versus Reigns is a match, it's, it's a, that would be a great match, two of them in the ring, it, it felt you felt like this would be the match you'd want to see, um, but I agree, I, I don't think that Orton's losing this. It felt good getting Drew McIntyre in a ring with someone that wasn't Randy Orton. Like, That's true. Like it's just like it was just refreshing to see him actually talk to someone else and like focus on someone else. Also, on face value, McIntyre looked like bigger and stronger than Roman Reigns. I thought. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. They've done well to keep McIntyre not just not just physically, but they've done well to keep McIntyre a strong, decent presence in the company, considering he lost to Orton. Because sometimes that can go one of two ways. That can be, you've lost the title, see you later, you're down in some other random feud that doesn't matter. But, you know, keeping the McIntyre feud, McIntyre and Orton, in amongst a feud that's fairly murky at the minute, that whole situation with the belt is kind of all over the place with who's facing who and who's after who and who's got claims to the belt and what the next match is going to be. Which is another reason why I think you have Orton in this match but we'll get to that in a second. So Orton versus Reigns then, Joe. Your pick first. You've got to have Orton because I've got Reigns as my wild card. You happy with that? No, I'm devastated. Um, there's no like, there's no way that Orton's winning that. If that's if that's the match that plays out, why would why on earth would you do that? The only thing you, you can, the only thing I mean I don't know I don't really know where I, I don't really know who's going to come in and interfere causing Reigns to lose, maybe Daniel Bryan, but even that feels a bit of a stretch. I don't think, it, I think it's too soon to pull the trigger on any dissension with Jey Uso. Um, Has the Undertaker got any sort of beef with any of them? Because his room is going to be there, isn't he? He's definitely going to be there. We're, we're going to talk about him at the end. I don't think he's going to be involved in any matches. No, I don't think so either. What's the, what's the, you're not, you don't want to set up an angle with him, do you, surely? Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, what, that... In, 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 Logically, he would be the person if you were going to do it. Reigns, you know, Undertaker taking on Reigns again would be would be sensible with the history. But like I said, I just don't, I just don't see it. What about the Fiend? Because he's not involved in anything, is he? And the and, and Roman Reigns caused the Fiend to lose his belt. Could he but get I, involved? I thought the Fiend was after Orton. I thought that was the story at the minute. Well, yeah, he's actually. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, couldn't. Oh yeah, couldn't you have Drew McIntyre versus the Fiend perhaps on? Uh, Survivor Series. I just feel like you've got. I feel like you've got options um, and things like you've got more matches to play over as well. Because I, I think there's only six matches announced, isn't there? 
but two two Survivor Series matches, you give them 40 minutes each, and then yeah. you've got four more matches. That's that's already a two and a half, three hour pay-per-view with itself. So I don't, I mean, the question to ask is, would you bump any of these to pre-show? Uh, I mean, I'd be tempted to push uh, Lashley versus um, Zayn on to pre-show. I'm not sure. I'm just, I'm just not interested in Bobby Lashley matches. Full stop. No, I'm with you. Um, it's, like, it's just, it's a bit routine. He either, he either wins comfortably or gets a surprise loss um, by like a roll-up or something, and he's just a bit, he's just, a, he's just quite mid-card. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, Luke, you happy with happy with Orton, or would you rather have picked Reigns? No, definitely Reigns. Like he's not losing, is he, for a long time? I can't see him losing it at all, even even after WrestleMania. So, yeah, I think he's going to be winning for a long time. I think this goes under the Asuka versus Sasha Banks scenario. Someone's costing Orton this belt, uh, this match. Someone's costing Orton that, and I think it's easily going to be the Fiend. Fiend cost Fiend costs Orton, or you know, even you might even get Orton in. You might even get McIntyre in there. You might even get. The Miz arrives at one point. You might get the Fiend. This one's going to be one, I think, of loads of shenanigans. Because remember, what we said as well is this is the anniversary of the Miz winning the belt, cashing in money in the bank against Orton the last time to become the champion. Now, I don't know about you guys. and I was going to ask this question anyway, but I don't know about you guys. I don't think he... I, I don't think he's going to win the belt, the Miz, at this match. Um... I just don't. I, what I'm wondering whether he even cashes in, whether it just be easy for Miz to cash in and Orton beats him afterwards as a, as a bit of a pre, a bit of an after afterthought in this match. What do you think? You think Miz is going to cash in, Luke? No, especially if the Fiend's involved. But no, no I, don't, I don't think so. It seems a bit. It seems a bit uh, too, a bit too obvious. Uh, and I, I think I do think WWE generally is pretty good at doing surprise cash-ins and, pre- and like getting the moment right on that. And I feel like if after the main event, Orton's laid out by the Fiend or by Drew McIntyre, it's a bit, it's just a bit, um, bit predictable. See, I, I see it. I see Fiend costs Orton, he wipes him out, and then the Miz comes out, tries to cash in, and it fails. You've and then you get, well, haven't you? Because McIntyre is saying that no one's getting the belt unless it's him. So you might even have McIntyre cost Miz again, but this time it works. And, then, and I think then you cut to Miz Girl, who they've managed to find, fly in, and she's beaming, smiling, really happy. Great idea. So who? that's the way I see it. Miz Girl. Yeah. So when Miz cashed in, how many years ago is it now? Is it ten, is it ten yeah, years? Ten that years. seems far too long. But when Miz cashed in ten years ago and won. They cut to a, a little girl in the crowd. I don't know how old she would have been, like six or seven or something. But they cut to a little girl in the crowd, and she's her face is fuming. Like, she couldn't look more angry that The Miz has just done what he's done. And she just, she's become known as, it is The Miz girl or something like that. You go, he's trying to show. He's trying to show you a picture through his through through, through the uh, through the means of Skype that we're using now. Joe's trying to show it to you, but it is she's just she just looks absolutely fuming right. and they've talked about the fact that they could. There you go, he's managed it. So she's just not happy. They could get her back and have her beaming with pride because he's lost it. So it would it would it seems very WWE to cash in on this anniversary. 
that's all it just it feels like that's the the thing to do but so if i think if just to make it because i'm going to make it an official prediction on the form as well you two are saying no cash in and i'm going to say there is a cash in but i i think it could well be like a kind of fate like you know like a, sort of a half cash in where they're kind of where he runs down to the ring and then for some reason or another he gets booted in the he gets claymored in the face i could see that i could definitely see that happening that's fair you could still get the same output with it not being a proper cash in but I just, yeah, that's where, that's where I'm putting I think it's a cash-in, but there we go. Right. Survivor Series. Point for that? A point for the cash-in or not? I, I put it on the form every single week. because we, we, we get it every single week. If there's a, a point, if, if we talked about it and it goes on there and it makes logical sense. I mean, for the, for the, for the Swamp match and stuff, I didn't put it on there because there was no way that Otis was showing up at the Swamp. But if it's, if it's logical. I'm just going to say yes every week then. We'll get a point at some point. No, you get it wrong, mate. You, don't. you get it wrong. You, you, we get the point. Okay. You're actually going for it this week, Ben. Yes, I'm going for it this week. It's not. A, it's not a one and done. If I go for it this week and win, great. I can. I can go again next week. I can go again next round. You know, yeah. it's, it's. You know how the league's working, don't you, mate? Like if you, you what you're predicting goes against what we're predicting that's how the scores work no i know what i was trying to say if you get a point for getting for getting it right you just say yes every week wouldn't you yeah but, yeah, yeah. but that's what i mean but yeah but you get you also get a point for getting it right without it being a captain yeah so what i the, the, the 50 so i give people the option will will it will it cash in or you know will Otis cash in and they get a point if they get it right or wrong Oh, I didn't, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know we got a point each week for now. That's good. Yeah, you do get a point if I've included it in the um, if I've included it in the actual prediction form because some weeks more just... worrying for our scores are. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I mean, it really. To be honest with you, it helped because for some pay per views we are discussing like three matches, so I'm really trying to scramble to find points. That's that's that was part of it, but obviously it didn't factor last week because they were fighting for the money in the bank cash uh, money in the bank briefcase last week last last week last round so that's why it didn't factor boxing fans you don't want dull stats you don't want so-called experts you want a boxing podcast by fans for the fans you want from the canvas a boxing podcast you'd make with your boxing mates but don't have to because we have from the canvas download or stream wherever you get your podcasts Okay, the next one we're going to discuss is the Women's Survivor Series match. Um, we have got on Team Raw, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Lana. And on Team SmackDown, we've got Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan. We've still got two to be determined. We've still got two competitors. Um, my first question to you guys, and I'm going to throw it out to you guys before I say it because I have no clue. Joe, you got any idea who either of those two last competitors are going to be? Well, that's that's an impossible pass, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely, it is too, right? Uh, Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that seems fair. Carmella, mate. Um, I don't. That probably be about it, I guess. Um, I literally can't think of anyone else. Yeah, probably, probably. Why wouldn't Bailey be on the? Why wouldn't Bailey be on it? I don't know why. And Carmella. There you go. My answer. Lock it in. Camilla. You agree, Luke? Yeah, I think the same. I can't think. You're not going to put Natalia on, are you, or anyone like that? So, yeah, I'd, I'd See, agree them too. It seems stupid not to put Natalia, considering she's a solid wrestler. Like, if you're actually doing this for real, you go, yes, definitely Natalia. She's a veteran, solid wrestler, but character wise, absolutely not. Qualifying matches for this already. Yeah, she has, yeah. It's not ideal, is it? <laughs> Tamina? No. 
get to say, Joe, like, yeah, and tell you, have lost all of the qualifying matches, but we've only, we've just realised we've only got five women on SmackDown. <laughs> now, especially now Chelsea Green's injured as well. And we've sacked one as well. So we're down, we're only, we've only got five now in total. Okay, uh, then. Um, it's my choice first. Uh, that's how it's landed. So, um, I'm going to go Team Raw. Um, the main reason I'm going Team Raw is because I don't think you harm Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I think you have them strong. Um, so that's essentially it. I've got nothing else for that. I don't know how the whole every single week is going to play out to the point now where it does. it's actually getting a little bit... Un- like last week on SmackDown, I don't know about you guys, it was actually getting a little bit uncomfortable to watch them kind of attacking Lana and going after and her being terrified. You were kind of going, this isn't funny. This isn't this. I don't know what it's meant to be, but it's not really working the way I think they think it is. Um, wasn't SmackDown, sorry, last week on Raw. So that's always a bit tricky. So I don't know how that's going to play out other than if Nia Jax can't, can't help herself and just puts Lana through a table during her own Survivor Series match and then does that maybe. Um, but yeah, so I think it's it's going to be Team Raw for me, and I think the last person standing is going to be Shayna Baszler. So can you just mention about the Lana thing, right? Yeah. It is actually working on me because I hated her, and now I feel sorry for her. So it is kind of working on me a little bit. Um, and I like I don't. This is not my prediction, by the way, but I wouldn't surprise me if she was the last person standing. There was part of me thinking it. I almost, I almost put it, but I think she's just going to... I think what they're clearly leading to is Nia Jax versus Lana at some point. So I think she's going to get put... I think she's going to get put through a table again. <laughs> so I, and I think it's going to be everyone looking at... I, think, I don't even think she'll compete. I think Lana will come out, Nia Jax will get her and put her through a table before the match starts. Oh, that's not a bad shout. You can have someone else and then someone decent. Oh, I don't even think... I think they'll... I, I, yeah, that's fair. You could do someone else, but I don't even think they'll bother doing that. And I think it'll just be that they that Nia Jax so badly doesn't want Lana on her team that she's willing to to undercut her own, you know, um, victory or Charlotte Flair, where's she? Could she come back? <laughs> she's injured, but I don't know. I don't know she? when she's due back. To be fair, there's a and you could or you could do you know, Nia Jax goes through a table on the Raw this Monday, and then Shayna Baszler rings up a mate that she's got, and uh, everyone thinks it's Ronda Rousey, and it turns out to be like Jasmine Duke. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got to watch some Rousey because Ronda Rousey's coming back, and we're like, well, we didn't say, we didn't say Ronda Rousey. We said, Shayna Baszler's mate. <laughs> That's very cynical. I apologise. No, but it's, it's but you're also a little bit bang on there. Okay. Um, That's how I book it. That's how I get the ratings. So go on, go on, uh, go on, Joe. Who's your, who's your pick? Raw SmackDown. Ah, see. Uh, I'm gonna go with Team Raw, mate. I think um, I'm, I'm I'm reticent to book against uh, Bianca Belair because I think if they took her seriously, she could be mint, and I could easily see her be the lone survivor. I was half wondering whether I should have a bet on this prediction on this one, where I go Raw to win and Bianca Belair to be the lone the sole survivor to split my <laughs> split my um, my odds. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the same as you with Shazza Baza to be the, the one of the sole survivors and Raw, Team Raw to win this. Now I know you're backing Shayna Baszler, a little part of me thinks I shouldn't. Because every time you back Shayna Baszler, she does nothing. Yeah, I think, I think 
I think it's really, I think it's really unwise of you to back Shayna Baszler. Just better than I than I'm saying that as the person that's expected as a wild card. At the moment, her main story seems to be passing Lana to Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's absolutely true. I, yeah, it's it's a massive shame. And incidentally, you could have split your vote. There's nothing wrong with splitting your vote. Yeah, I was tempted to do the same. It's not in the. I feel like it's not in the spirit. Yeah, that's fair. Right, Luke. This is you now primed to say SmackDown. <laughs> I am. I am going SmackDown and Bianca Belair. Yeah. Oh, that is nice. That is. Yeah. I did, purely for what you said, Joe. I think. I. I mean, whether this is what I think or what they, should, what, what they will do or not, but I think they should promote Bianca Belair and. You know, she should be the next one to challenge for the belts, like come WrestleMania or, you know, further down the line. So I think they'll start pushing her a lot more. I think they'll start here by, you know, having the sole survivor. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to Team SmackDown. I think this could be the implosion of, I, I say this every single time, this could be the implosion of Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, maybe. Um, but we'll see. If I, if I was going raw, I'd say Lana, just for that reason I said earlier. But It's a fair um, shout. Yeah, SmackDown, Blair. Blair. So. I, I, I assume me and you, Joe, both think that the last two are going to be Baszler versus Belair. Yeah, I think that's probably a fair. Yeah, I think that's fair, fair. I guess. Yeah, good. I think right. We'll be thinking that Belair will win that and then that she won't. Yeah. But I could easily see it being like, you know, like a classic, like, oh, well, Team Raw have got like four on one and that one is Belair and then she survives for bloody ages and gets down to one on one and then loses. You know, like one of those. Where yeah. it makes her look, she looks really good in defeat. Exactly the, like they did with Keith Lee yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. The only other thing I would say is if Bailey's in the team, are they going to hurt her further by just like losing or does it not really matter in these sort of matches? It can matter depending on how they've done it. They've done some really random ones before. I think Walter was the big one from last year where he got defeated by McIntyre. He was the NXT champion. He was built massively huge and McIntyre wiped him out in about a minute. It was the most bizarre thing with like a roll-up pin. It was it was stupid. So you can hurt people in that sense, but um, I think there's enough of the story. So if 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 Bailey's cost Sasha Banks earlier in the night, you could easily have Sasha Banks then come in and screw Bailey over later and mm. stuff like that. So there is ways of doing it where you can keep people strong. So yeah, it, it's a bit of a weird one for that because you don't really want anyone to get pinned, but you've kind of got to have nine people that are meant to be the strongest people on the brand or look weak at some point or hurt them in some way and have them take a loss. So it's it's a weird dynamic to book yourself into for, for WWE, really. In a world full of questions. Who has the best movie, Beard? Which movie death is best? Which Disney villain had the best song? One podcast answers them all. That Movie List Podcast. A podcast full of lists, quizzes, occasional, accidental humor, and filler. So much filler. Like lists, like movies, like podcasts? Download That Movie List Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Rated PG-13 for mild peril and occasional nudity. So, talking of that, we're going to go on to the men's Survivor Series match. Just to pre-warn you, Luke, so you've got some time to think about it. It's your option, your, your decision first. Uh, on Team Raw, you've got AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Strowman, and Riddle 
And on Team SmackDown, you've got Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and someone to be decided. Um, first of all, any idea who the last person to be decided will be? I'm just going to let it hang there so Joe doesn't think that I've screwed him over. Um, if I had a guess, it'd probably be Biggie. That's fair he's, not, he's not involved anywhere, and it just makes sense, I think, for him to be involved. In fact, I really want it to be Big E because at some point I want Big E versus Keith Lee. Yeah, that's what I want. That I want to see that. Maybe that'll, maybe that's maybe they'll be the last two. That's not a bad shout. It's really not a bad shout in that sense. It really isn't. Joe, any any other suggestions? You happy with Big E? I'm struggling. Could it, it might maybe someone like Jeff Hardy? But I think again he's had a couple of elimination qualifiers, hasn't he? I'm not sure. I think yeah. I think I think. Um, Big E's a really good shout there, to be fair. So, Luke, SmackDown or Raw, where do you think it's going? Who do you think's winning? Who do you think's last person standing? Um, I'm going to go with Raw this time. And again, I'm going with my heart, just because I love him. And that's because I think Keith Lee is going to be last man standing. So, yeah, I'm going Raw, Keith Lee. I think, again, similar to Bianca Belair, I think they're, they're trying to push him. Um, and this is some a way to elevate him. Um yeah, no other reason apart from that, really. Joe, you agree? I think I probably do, to be honest. I'm 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 torn because I feel like I want I want the SmackDown team to win this, um, but I think the Raw team is pretty impressive, really. And there's quite a bit in there that you don't want to. So, like, if you look at, I'm just looking at the Raw team now, and I'm thinking you've got on Strowman, who doesn't need another loss. I think, and who's who's pinning him really out of the SmackDown team? You got Riddle, who I think they're trying to build to some extent, and you got Keith Lee, who looks good. Whereas all of the SmackDown people are very are very capable of losing. You know, like none of them, a loss wouldn't really hurt any of those. Um, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Raw. Although I feel like I've given Raw a lot of points here. <laughs> At least you get half the points, mate. Who's Mate. your last person standing? Uh, I'll go Keefler. I'm massively torn because it makes sense for Raw to win this and you use it to elevate Keith Lee or Matt Riddle. I mean, Matt Riddle is in desperate need of something. Yeah. But I can also see story-wise Jey Uso being the last person for SmackDown versus Anna Another. And Roman Reigns helping him win it. So SmackDown get the victory. That's the other thing, is to, to elevate Jey Uso. I think Jey Uso is going to be the last person. I think he whoever faces, whoever's last for Raw will be facing Jey Uso. Because I don't think you hurt Jey Uso at this point. They're doing such a good job of making him look like a kind of contender, but a kind of helping contender. So it's it's a struggle in that sense. But I just... Apart from, genuine... when Mac... apart from when McIntyre beats him, of course. Apart from... Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that they've got him versus McIntyre in the first place, you know, that kind of stuff. But they are doing such a good job with Jey Uso. I don't know. Do you, do you have that Jey Uso loses and Reigns is fuming that he's lost on behalf of SmackDown, which is the other story, I think. So I ge- it's really tricky. It's good because I genuinely don't know where it's going to go this time, which is, which, is a, which is a good one. But... Um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to go. Team Raw. Oh. Just can't see it going SmackDown. And I think the last person standing 
is actually going to be Matt Riddle. I don't think it's going to be Keith Lee. I think Matt Riddle's going to be the last one standing. Mainly because he needs building. We have got an, we, have, we have got an important question, Ben, that we haven't asked um, Luke, and that is what what you up to date thoughts about Keith Lee's outfit? <laughs> it hasn't changed in a while, has it? So I'm I'm pretty pleased. I, I still wanted to take his top off, but apart from that, it's all right. There's a soundbite right there that I might just clip. <laughs> I felt like you should we should have just ended the podcast on that note, like just. <laughs> Just like Luke saying, I just want to take your top off and then just dead end. <laughs> I could still make that happen. Okay, sorry, mate. Okay, so there is only one more thing to discuss with 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 this really, and that's the fact that this is, of course, thirty years of the Undertaker, um, and they've said the Undertaker is definitely going to be there in appearance. Um, we've already touched upon it very briefly. Um, I think from mine and Joe's point of view, we both don't think at all that he's going to be involved in a match. From my point of view, it doesn't make sense because this is, they've said, I know they said it before, but this is supposed to be his last appearance. Um, it, do you think this is going to be anything but him coming into the ring saying rest in peace in the Undertaker attire? And kind of second point to that, do you think he should do anything but that? Do you think this should be? What would you like to see Undertaker do, considering you know this could be the last time you see him? I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna go to Luke first for that because you know less about Undertaker, so I think Joe might have a bit more of an answer. Is there anything you'd like to see him do? Because you've only been watching it for a year. When it comes to Undertaker, you don't know that much. He, he might not necessarily have the gravitas that he does for for me and Joe. We've been watching this forever, so. Would you be happy for Undertaker just come in, say rest in peace and leave? Is there anything more you'd particularly like to see him do? Um, yeah, I'd be happy with that. I, I think there might be something going on. So I don't think he'd be involved in a match, but I could see him. Like, I, I'd have thought about Elias. Do you know he does his songs about yeah. people? He could come out, do a song about the Undertaker. Undertaker comes out and choke slams him. And then that's it. <laughs> no, I, bit, something, something, something like that, Gio, because it would just be quite, quite good, wouldn't it? But, no, I think, I, I think that's absolutely fair, and and it's, it's as much as it's been done. I don't know if that's ever actually that, that's not been done before. But Elias being used to put over someone like that has been done before. It's an easy win. What do you reckon, Joe? I think if this is, if this is it, if this is it, they'll do something reasonably significant to market. I think, I think they'll do like. Um, I don't, I'm not sure he'll just... I think he'll come out and do a speech, but I wouldn't be surprised if, for example, they get a load of old wrestlers that he's faced like to come and clap him off or whatever or do something like that. I don't think... I, I think it will... I, I understand why, where Luke's coming from with that. I think if this is... Gen, if, if that happens, he's not done. And, I, and everything everything I understand is that he is... Like this, he is retiring. This is the, fi- this is the final farewell. If he comes out and chokes slams Elias, it just feels like it's building to something, and it's just um, and it's not a good way to end a thirty-year career. Yeah, but he could he could do both, couldn't he? he could still that could just be a fun start to it, and then he just comes out and then does the rest. Because I think the same as you. I think I've saw something that Kane might be turning up and a few others, a few others maybe. Okay, that's cool. I, do you know what I, what I honestly what I would what I would love with this is if it was a um, if it was a swerve and the Undertaker comes out. Does his goodbye, and then and then out comes the fiend, and then we just set up for one final match at WrestleMania. Undertaker can't go out being like 
and as I say, you can't go out being like uh, Denover on a random Survivor Series, and the final farewell actually becomes WrestleMania against the Fiend. That's what I would do. See, for me, if they were going to swerve it, you wouldn't do the Fiend. You'd do Sting. Uh, okay. So okay. Taker versus Sting would be the WrestleMania, and it is, and it's, it doesn't need to be anything but that. It is, it is going to be done. You've seen it. I don't think they are going to. I think this is him done. I don't think you get a better end than the Boneyard match. I think the Boneyard match was perfect. Taker looked great. It, it, it was a great way. You know, if people get to choose their last match, that's the one to choose. Taker's had so many opportunities for a last match and screwed almost every single one of them up that you don't get a better opportunity than that Boneyard match. And for all accounts, you know, Mark Callow, who is the Undertaker, he's not a stupid guy. He's not, you know, it's not, it's not, you think he's got a bit of sense. So I am hoping they, they bring him out. He does his, he, he, I, I, again, like Joe said, I hope it is a bit of a, a guard of honor for him. You know, he, he gives canes in the ring or something and, and things like that, that, that hopefully there's something there and we get to see something of significance. And then what I would hope to follow is, I mean, what they could even do to be fair is announce him as the first entrant to the hall of fame this year. Oh, that's and that's the big thing. Because that's that that would be big enough to mark him leaving. He's in the Hall of Fame. Goodbye. That's it. So that's what I'm hoping to see. But I guess we will find out in a week's time. Maybe the time when they can actually have an actual Hall of Fame and they could have the Undertaker suite in the actual physical Hall of Fame. There you go. That'd be something. It'd be very. You'd, you'd, it'd have to be coffin themed though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's an option. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right then, so we're going to bring it up, take it over to you, the listener. Um, as always, every single week, there's an opportunity for you to take part and win WWE merch. All you've got to do is click on the link attached to the podcast notes or go on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram and find the link. And it will take you to a form where you can fill in all of the options that we have just discussed. Pick yourself against us and other competitors. And if you are the person with the most correct answers after Survivor Series, you win WWE merch. And the best thing about it, it's an absolutely free competition, just like this podcast. Absolutely free. So um, there's no reason not to take part. Um, if you want to follow along with us, get involved in the conversation, then again, it's social media. Just look for the Wrestling Predict cast. And if you are listening to this on Spotify, if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, wherever, then be sure to hit the subscribe, follow, or whichever um, you have to do on your app and uh, we will be back in two weeks time to discuss the Survivor Series results, find out who won and probably talk about what happened with Undertaker I should imagine, so uh, thank you very much fellas and we'll see you in two weeks well, thanks, thanks, man. Man. So who do you think? This feels like a classic bit where we're like, we need to edit this out and we just won't. <laughs> I've time stamped it. No, I'll just, I'll just have called that wanker. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you forget to edit it. Thanks, man. Thanks. If not, it's um, <laughs>